In Christ you draw near to us, God of mercy and compassion, lifting us out of death, binding up our wounds and nursing our spirits back to health. Let such a tenderness as you, as yours, compel us to go and do likewise. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. The following passage from the book of Deuteronomy reaches us, teaches us that God's word is not above and beyond us, but finds a home in our hearts. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people saying, Obey the Lord your God by observing his commandments and decrees that are written in this book of the law. Turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Surely this commandment that I am commanding you today is not too hard for you, nor is it too far away. It is not in heaven that you should say, who will go up to heaven for us and get it for us so that we may hear it and observe it? Neither is it, in, neither is it beyond the sea that you should say, who will cross to the other side of the sea for us and get it for us so that we may hear it and observe it? No, the word is very near to you. It is in your mouth and in your heart for you to observe. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the following passage from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians, St. Paul teaches us that Christ is the image of the invisible God in the head of his body, the church. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Christ is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible. Whether the thrones of dominions or rulers or powers, all things have been created through him and for him. Christ is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in Christ, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him, God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. Listen to this reading from the Gospel according to Luke. An expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, well, what's written in the law? How do you read it? And the teacher of the law answered, You shall love the Lord your God 
with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said to him, you have given the right answer. Do this and, and you will live. But because he wanted to justify himself, the expert in the law asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, once upon a time, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers. They stripped him, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. Now it happened that a priest was going down the road and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw the man, he passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, while traveling came near him. And when he saw him, his heart was moved with pity. He went to the man and bandaged his wounds, having poured oil and wine on them. Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and there took care of him. The next day, the Samaritan took out two denarii, gave, him, gave them to the innkeeper and said, take care of him, and when I come back, I will repay whatever more you spend. Jesus asked, which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell in the hands of robbers? The expert of the law said, well, the one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Inherit life life that is passed down.
there's a woman laying on the beach, beautiful, beautiful sunny summer day. And she was laying on the beach and she was reading Newsweek magazine. And as she looked through the magazine, the, the articles were kind of depressing. There was a, a big feature article on the Ukraine and with maps. And, and then there were other articles and other maps about other places in the world that were, that were being torn apart by warfare. It was distressing for him on this beautiful day at the beach to be reading about all the worrying spots in the world. So Tom, she looked up and just past her blanket, she saw something gleaming in the sunlight. So she reached over to it and realized it was a lamp. And she picked the lamp out of the sand and she brushed the sand off and the genie appeared. You, had, you knew that was coming, the genie appeared. And the genie said to the woman, because you have freed me from this lamp, I'll give you whatever you wish. having just read the Newsweek articles. She said to the genie, I look at all these places where there is war, and it makes me so sad, so very, very sad. I want you to bring peace to all of these places, peace, to the world. The genie's eyes got real big and he said, oh, that's, that's, such a, that's such a great demand. I don't think I can fulfill that wish. Uh, why don't you wish for something else? Okay, she thought for a second or two and then she said, I know. I want you to find me a man, a good man, a considerate, unselfish man, a man that will care for me, a man whose heart is filled with love for me, a man who is willing to have children a man who isn't afraid to wash dishes and help clean up. A man who is sensitive and won't desert me to watch a ball game, will always give me attention. I want you to bring me a man. The genie scratched his head and he said, well, let's look at those maps again. <laughs> what must I do to inherit everlasting life? 
to inherit would seem to imply that there's some relationship between the God who gives eternal life and the person who's asking or seeking or, or, or desiring it. What is that relationship between God and the person who is looking for eternal life? I think the relationship is found in the heart. That's where God relates with us in our hearts. In the reading that Tom read from the book of Deuteronomy, we are told that God's word isn't somewhere up there or out there. God's word lives in our hearts. And if we allow God's word to direct our lives from our hearts, we will inherit everlasting life. Who was neighbor to the poor guy who fell in with the robbers? Neighbor was the one who recognized his plight and his heart was moved with pity. I love that line. His heart was moved with pity. And he takes care of this guy, this stranger. This Samaritan, you know, we don't like the Samaritan. You, you, you know that, Carl. We don't like the Samaritans. Ugh. Anyway, this Samaritan ministers to his wounds, puts him on his own donkey, and takes him to the inn. And he continues to work to comfort him. And then in an, an act of amazing generosity, he tells the innkeeper, here's two silver pieces, which was two days wages. It's a lot of money. Two days wages he gives to the innkeeper and says, take care of the guy and if you spend any more, I'll reimburse you. Maybe we kind of like Samaritans, even though they're different from us. They're good people. Who was neighbor to the man who fell in with robbers? Obviously, it's the one who took care of him. Then you go and do the same. The challenge of the gospel is that we move with our hearts. That we do what our hearts tell us to do. About caring for those in need. About feeding the hungry ones. About spending time with the lonely ones. The neighbor is the one whose heart is moved with concern, with pity for those in need. He was nine years old, and in third grade, and the class was reading something, and he wet his pants. How embarrassing. 
He knew that when the other guys find out, they're going to mock him and belittle him and torture him. And the girls, well, you know how girls are in the third grade. They're just going to make his life miserable. The kid put his head on his desk. Dear Jesus, help me. Help me get through this. All of a sudden, the teacher starts coming down the aisle to his desk. Uh-oh, she knows. But then one of the girls from the class, I, I think it was Emily, Emily from the class starts walking up the aisle carrying a fishbowl, the fishbowl that's on, on the reading stand in, in the back, the bookshelf in the back. And wouldn't you know when the girl, when Emily gets to where the kid is seated, she walks right into the teacher and spills the fishbowl all over the kid who's praying at his desk while the teacher, trying to be helpful, tells the young kid to go downstairs to the gym, to the locker room, and get his gym shorts so he can wear them the rest of the day in class. And the other kids, the other kids are brutal dealing with Emily, making fun of her, calling her a klutz, just making her feel so bad. Kid changes into his gym shorts. The day goes on. And after school, the young man makes a point of going to see Emily as they wait for the bus. And he said to her, you did that on purpose. Why? Why did you help me like that? And she smiled at him and she said, I, I wet my pants once in school and it was just awful. They made so much fun of me. I, I didn't feel I could come back to school after that. It was so embarrassing. Emily, Emily saw the kid with the eyes of the heart. And she did what she could do to help him. Jesus tells the expert in the law, go and do likewise. Move from your heart and take care of the needs of others. And we hear the same message and we try and we try here at the parish there's so many opportunities we have to reach out to those in need. We have folks who are involved in, in Matthew 25, and they help people that way. We have people involved in Out of the Cold. We have people who, who help out in the community in other ways. Those who, who bring in the, the clothes from McConnellsburg, 
parish can be so alive in the spirit of that gospel, seeing the needs of others, reading them from the heart. And maybe that's why we receive communion. Because when you and I share the body and blood of Christ, we share his spirit, we share his life. We reach out to those who are in need. Go and do likewise. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.